You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. And I am Stacy Smith, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rayshon Payne, who's over there still jamming to Madonna. Hey, How that, are you? That track go hard. That was Dallas Austin right there, boy. I'm good. How you doing? I am good. Glad well, to be back. I'm loving the sexy teacher look you're giving me today with the glasses. Oh, well, they can't Miss see. They Miss can only Smith, hear, but... I need help. <laughs> I don't understand this one. Can you come over and teach me? <laughs> All right, guys, so let's jump right into our celebrity and entertainment news because on Unapologetic, that's what we do. All right, so let's start off with an interesting story. So you all know we've been covering this whole Usher herpes scandal. And so his accuser actually came out saying that, you know what, I actually have proof that Usher and I had sex because I recorded it. Yes. So she's claiming, Quantasia Sharpton, yes, that's her name. She is claiming that not only did Usher expose her to herpes, but she has a video to prove that she did have sex with the singer. So she recently told vlogger Jacob Kenor that she has a recording of them being intimate and that she is confident that the hotel surveillance footage will confirm that the singer was there that night. But get this. Her attorney, Miss Lisa Bloom, has come forward saying this is all a misunderstanding and that a tape doesn't exist. So, in so many words, Miss Quantasia has lied. Are we shocked? Well, she lied when she said, okay, if you have your own video, what you need hotel surveillance for? Just show the damn video. Would you need hotel to do anything? Well, someone else came forward saying that they had hotel surveillance. Someone that claims to worked at the hotel that she and Usher met up with, well, met up at, said that they had surveillance proof. But Quantasia came that, forward and said she recorded their well, that's what I'm intimate saying. moments herself. So, just show the tape. But my, yeah, why not just come forward tape. with that in the first place and say, mm-hmm. I have this proof? But now her attorney is saying that there is no tape and that it's all a misunderstanding. So. All right, Miss. What, what's her name? Quant- Quantasia. Quantasia. She looked like a Quantasia too. I don't know what a Quantasia looks like, but I would. She looked like a Quantasia. Yeah. So yeah. Quantasia. Get it together. Yeah. Right? Just, just stop. Use all that energy that you got into this into the gym. Okay. Ooh. Okay. The shade starts. Really? All right. Let's go into our next story. Now, if you guys are a fan of the album 444, you all know that Jay-Z has a song that is specifically about his mother. And it's about his mom actually coming out and revealing that she is a lesbian. So she recently opened up about why she decided to come out on the song 444. Well, I'm sorry, the album 444, the actual song that she came out on. What's the name of the song again? Do you remember? 
No, smile. No. It's smile. No. Sorry. Smile. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smile. Smile. So, you <laughs> know, it's never easy opening up to a loved one and telling them that you're gay, but it's definitely a sigh of relief once the secret is out. So for most people that I've heard from, they do feel relieved once it's out. So she actually came out on the song, and she talked about why she chose to do it. So she said, quote, I just finally started telling Jay who I was. Besides your mother, this is the person that I am. This is the life that I live. Now, she recently shared that information on a podcast. On, the podcast is called Say actually, um, and it's from Jay-Z's title, um, streaming service, if you guys want to check it out. She said, quote, so my son actually started tearing because he's like, that had to be a horrible life, Ma. I was like, yeah, my life was never horrible. It was just different. So that made him want to do a song about it, she said. She also went on to say, I was never ashamed of me. In my family, it was something that was just never discussed. Um, and this is what's really interesting. So she wrote a poem about her coming out and how she felt about coming out. And so she wrote the poem on her way to go visit Jay-Z and he actually sat her down and he asked her to read the poem. Well, what she didn't know is that he was secretly recording her and that's actually the poem that was read on the song Smile. So, Rayshon, how do you feel about his mom coming out on her son's album? Sure. Why not? It's 2017. Why is this such a big deal? Well, I don't think it's a big deal about her being a lesbian and coming out. I think it's more of a big deal that it's Jay-Z's mother that chose to come out on his album. So it's not that another woman is coming out as gay. It's because Jay-Z mama is gay that this is a big deal? I think it's because she came out on her song's album that it's more of a big deal. That's the platform that was used. Because we. Had, I think if it was just an article, it would probably be like, oh, wow, okay, she's gay. But I think because we learned about it, on a track, it was it, like, it was oh, art- wow. It was kind of more of a shock It was shock artistically factor. done. Well, yeah. Um, but I I don't know how I felt about it, to be totally honest with you. Okay. Uh, man, just, it, it, I, I'm glad that she was able to. But didn't she already say she had been living her life as an openly gay woman already? Well, I think she had been living her life as a gay woman, but not openly to her son into the world. Uh, Also, her coming, this is, he just found this out, too. He just recently found out as well. Oh, okay. Now, see, that's news to me, because I didn't know he didn't know. I thought he he just chose to tell us about it on his album. Um, Well, I'm glad that he didn't shun her, that they are still close, so... All right. You know, I think that's a big reason why a lot of people do not come out is because of the fear of losing loved ones. Do you think so, it is a sigh of relief once they do come out? It all depends on that person. Because, again, like, yeah, it's their truth, but sometimes they lost everything. But they're not living a lie. But you lost your job, your family ain't talking to you, you lost some friends. I mean, you know, if you lose people because of that, then you're probably better off anyway. But I just think it's, it just depends on that individual. 
All right. All yeah. Right. I think enough, every case is enough. different. All right. Well, let's talk about Kim Kardashian and we Kanye West. To. I'm sorry. Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West. Well, yes, we do. So, you know, I reported a little bit ago that they were deciding to have another baby and that they are using a surrogate. Well, it looks like Little North will not be the only girl in the family because they are expecting another baby girl. Okay. Why are they using a surrogate? Because Kim had such issues with the first two pregnancies that it was declared safer for her to use a surrogate so, by not only her physician, but herself as well. She, they just got to have more kids. I mean, I don't think they have to, but that's something that they're choosing to uh, do. And I it's mean, a personal choice to I, I expand their family. So When I think of a surrogate, like coming into the picture, I think of that mother that uh, can't, you know, have children mm-hmm. and like they need a little help with theirs, you know. But you already got two that you <laughs> barely can pick up and hold on to. Like, don't give me that face. You know, we always see pictures of her dropping one of them kids. So why are you trying to juggle three now? You can barely I hold on to the I haven't seen any of those two. photos, but if really? you say that you have, oh, okay. I, I have it. I, I have it. I've seen them, like a few of them, where she like she's struggling. She got like a bag in one. Uh, baby, no, 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 no. It's just like different when she doing it. Like poor little North looked terrified, and what's the other one name? Saint. You know, I never knew that boy's name. Wow, Saint. He looking a little terrified. I, I just knew it was him. I just never knew his name. I was just okay. If they want to expand their family, because then we all think this was a joke anyway. Like, what is this going to be over? Don't bring more kids into this circus. You know what I mean? Like, that's my whole thing. Well, you know, Kim and Kanye were friends for a long time prior to them deciding to date and obviously get married. So, I mean, I don't know. Only time will tell in terms of if their relationship will last. But one thing I can say is that most of the marriages that I've seen that were very successful are the ones that started off as friendships. So, Hey, they have that on their side. All right, let's go on to our next story. Now, this is also about a relationship, but people have been trying to say that they're just friends. But now it looks like maybe they're confirming that they're more than that. So Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes have been trying to let the public draw their own conclusions on their relationship As I just stated, either they're friends, they're dating, whatever. Neither one of them have confirmed what their relationship status is. But we do know that the two have been linked since 2013. But it appears that maybe they're ready to go ahead and claim their relationship because they are recently photographed out holding hands on the beach. So how do you feel about this relationship, Rayshon? I just want to know what type of nana Katie Holmes got over there. Why she only pull A-list actors? Do you gonna never see her messing with nobody? That ain't Tom Cruise, not Jamie Foxx, uh, Academy Award winner, Jamie well, Foxx. Well, she been with Tom Cruise. I mean, you I, can't just go down to the bottom. I'm just saying, you know, like, good job, Katie. That's when I ain't seen like, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. Well, I'm just glad mm. that they're more public with their relationship now so but you know how some relationships don't necessarily have to be public that's one y'all can hide <laughs> like, it's just too 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 awkward that's almost like the equivalent you remember that episode of say by the bell when lisa and zach called themselves hooking up it's mm-hmm. like you really didn't care what you did 
Because, like, you didn't see that coming. They're like, okay, I guess so. But you see they didn't go no further with that story. Mm-hmm. They need to shit Jamie and Katie. I ain't saying they should break up. Just be happy in private. All right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. And for our final story, this was a very interesting one. Rayshon, do you know who taught Michael Jackson how to moonwalk? Uh, I don't know his name per se, but I know somebody did teach him. Like, he didn't create it yet. Okay. I didn't know that story. All right. Well, I forgot the man's name. Bobby Brown. Yes. Bobby Brown is claiming that he taught Michael Jackson how to moonwalk. I know. I know. You guys are like, what? But let me just tell you what Bobby said. Hear his side of the story before you draw a conclusion. (laughs) All right. Now, obviously, like you, Rayshon, many of us just assume that, you know, Michael did get the moonwalk from somebody, you know, maybe a choreographer, maybe somebody that was, you know, in the streets doing it. Because it did start off as like a street dance on the East Coast. But Bobby Brown is saying, no, that was me. So he was actually on a show called The Cypher on BET. And he said in an interview, quote, I was the first one in Orchard Park to do the moonwalk. So the moonwalk was one of my signature moves. Nobody. I had brought it up from down south. It was something that just killed the game once I brought it to the East Coast, end quote. Now, when asked how it was introduced to Michael, Bobby went on to say that he and New Edition were invited to Michael's home where they started dancing and he saw Bobby do the moonwalk. And he said, what's that? Teach me. And Bobby says that he went on to teach Michael Jackson how to moonwalk. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I Listen, if it did happen, I think that's really dope. I think it's pretty cool that Bobby Brown taught Michael Jackson how to moonwalk. Because Michael Jackson obviously was a great entertainer. I mean, in terms of dancing, just off, right, off the charts, right? Just... Off yes. the meters, everything, right? He's it's not just, even on the chart. Right, he's just he's his own chart. in his own, right, there his own go. category in terms exactly. of dancing. However, you cannot sleep on Bobby Brown because oh, Bobby no. Brown Bobby is also known move. for knowing how to move. Yeah, Bobby So this move. story could not be far-fetched, actually. However, all I got to ask Mr. Brown over there, if you did, do it now. All right, guys. <laughs> I want to see your moonwalk right now. I'm sure he could. All right, guys. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about our subject for this evening, and we're talking about weddings. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, yay. No, Rayshawn, you and I both know you live for a wedding because you are excited to go to one this weekend. So oh, no. No, I love to attend weddings all day. Yeah, free food, drinks, come on now. Mm -hmm. Ain't that so fun? Yeah, so we're going to talk about the do's and the don'ts as a guest. This should be interesting. And we'll also talk about, you know, budgeting for those of you that are getting married and you are looking for ways to save money. So when we come back, we're going to give you all of those tips. So don't go anywhere. All right, we are back on Unapologetic. And that was Jagged Edge with Let's Get Married. That was the jam, wasn't it, Rayshawn? Like it would. I, I, I get that. Like when that come on, you get a little crumb. You can't help but to rock out to it. Yes, yes. You, you know, we're on DMC. You know, oh, yeah. feature. Oh, school. Yeah. All right, guys. So we are talking about weddings. So now you guys are like, why did you pick that subject? Uh, you guys want to talk about <laughs> weddings? Right. Well, I was inspired because I have been to so many weddings this summer alone, and Rayshon and I are going to another one this weekend. Yeah. Well, so, this is like a always a bridesmaid thing. Yeah, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. bride. But that's okay. 
my time will come. I'm well, that's it. when I see what you going to a lot of weddings, that gave you kind of like what you want to do versus what you don't want to do. Like you see mistakes, you see tackiness. So you like, nah, I ain't going to do that. Well, tonight we're going to talk about the do's and the don'ts because right. a lot of people don't know. They don't really know, like, what should I not do or what should I do? I mean, they're confused from what to wear to mm-hmm. what to bring as a guest, all of that. So tonight we're going to cover yeah. my tips on what to do now, I ain't been and what to not to do. Weddings of Stacy, but I've been to a few. I like weddings. Like you said before, I like weddings yeah. because it's a celebration of love. Like you get all your friends, family, and your loved ones together and you celebrate the person that you with. Mm-hmm. And then if you attend it, like I said, free food, drinks, well. Well, not exactly free. So let's get right into exactly. that, all right? Oh, here we go. So, first <laughs> off, please do RSVP. And when you do, show up. There is nothing worse than someone that has spent 50 to to $100 on your plate and you don't show up. I ain't going to lie. I went to a wedding. And the groom, after the reception, went out and picked up all the place part, place marks uh-huh. right, of the people who RSVP and didn't show up. Oh, he said, oh, yeah, who is this? I'm calling every person who RSVP <laughs> and didn't show up. How much do we and So many people want to come. So, yes, if you RSVP, because like you said, that's money spent. Absolutely. That's already spent. If that you say you're going to come, show up. Yes, show up. Unless it's a dire, dire emergency. Yes. Absolutely. And you dying, you having a baby, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Just show up. And if you do have one of those emergency situations, because they do happen, at least send a gift to cover your plate. Monetary gift to cover it. Just saying. That would be the nice thing to do. Sure. Just saying. All right. Speaking of that, bring a gift that will at least cover your plate. Do not write a $25 check. Hold on, $25 can go a long way. Not when your plate was 75 Okay, What's the average plate head per person at a wedding? 75 to $100 Damn. is what they, yes. I mean, okay. Because you got to include, like, <laughs> if they spent money on an open bar, which we're going to talk about how to save about that in the okay. next segment. But, you know, if they spent money on an open bar, including your yeah. plate, all of that adds up. And I don't think people realize that. But, yeah. Fifty to, I would say it's normally like seventy five to one hundred, but I would say at least fifty dollars. Please give at least fifty dollars. Twenty five dollars, guys, is not enough. If this is not an open house, if you go into a graduation open house, that's fine. Twenty five dollars, that's a decent gift, but not a wedding, guys. Don't do that. Come on, think about what you would want if you were getting married. Okay, nah, I, I hear that and I agree with that, and I don't know, disagree. But what if the reception is at the church basement? They ain't paid $50 a play for that. Well, give an additional $25 as a token of love. <laughs> what about all love them that No. I'm just saying. Like, I, I hear that 50 but I, I say give at the rate that you're giving. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, so, somewhat as I've been to, ain't been worth that $50 gift. Like this cheap ass No That's all I'm saying Like you I've seen Where they're cutting corners Try to be cheap On certain things Like they'll have An open bar One part of the reception Then all of a sudden It turned to cash Okay Kate <laughs> Let me get another opinion in here Kate's our studio engineer Kate How much do you give On average When you go to a wedding um, It depends If it's close family And friends I usually do 
uh, $50, and then I will give them also like a gift that I know they'd like. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you say family or friend. If it's someone else who I know, it's usually just the $50, no gift. Okay. Like, right. I like that. But again, okay, now, have you ever been to a wedding? That you looked at and you like, okay, this ain't worth fifty dollars a plate. Be honest. It was a little little cheap, a little watered down or whatever. They yeah, used. there's been a few, but if you think about it, there's a lot more that goes into putting on a wedding than just the food on your plate. Mm-hmm. Uh what about the drinks you're having? It doesn't matter if it's alcohol or not. Oh, especially if there's alcohol. Do you know how much I drink in a night? Oh god. Oh man, yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm not again. I'm I not disagreeing. Have no problem for something like a wedding. It helps cover at least. No one's ever made enough money at their wedding in gifts to cover the cost of the no. wedding. I guarantee you, no one has mm-hmm. ever done that. As you said, no one has. Okay, like I don't maybe know not anyone. no one, but no one realistically. Right, it rarely <laughs> happens. Like I cannot name anyone that Who has made even. enough money, right, or they broke even. I don't know anyone. But at the same time, though, isn't not no, that that's the goal? But. That's what I'm saying. Like I ain't trying to make you. You chose to get married. <laughs> I didn't ask you to do that, and you wanted to invite me to it. That's all I am saying. It's like, are we supposed? Are they supposed to break even? Are you supposed to make a profit? No, but if you think about it, <laughs> think of it as a night out: food, mm-hmm. drinks, mm-hmm. entertainment. Okay. Okay, but you okay invited me though. <laughs> I could have stayed at home this Saturday. You wanted me to be there, and because I got to they pay want you. your check. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? See, and that's what I'm talking about. I, your check and your presence. I'm going to start being very mindful. I know that I, I'm kind of getting off, but I'm going to come back. It, it makes sense about when you give gifts. Think about what you're giving gifts to. Like if you invite, you mentioned an open house. Mm-hmm. If you invite to an open house, but the person went to school online, stop it. Okay, I'll come, but you ain't getting no gift. What, what okay. did you do? They went to school still. Okay, they, a, Look, tuition was still paid. Okay, you having a housewarming, but this is a one-bedroom efficiency with Section 8? No, uh-uh. Stop it. It's still their home. Okay, but still, you ain't about to be trying to get rich off of me. Okay, so listen. You having a baby shower to know who the daddy is? For all uh-uh. of you that are friends with Rayshon, <laughs> if you have an event, Don't just invite be him. mindful, right, that he, you will not get a gift, okay? No, be mindful of the circle, like, okay, I'm inviting him. Make sure you just have your end together. All right. My hard-earned dollars. Let's go on to our next tip. All right, guys, this is a big one. I know a lot of you don't know how to do this, so let me give you some advice here. Please dress properly (laughs) and do not wear white. You do not know how many times I have seen women show up to a wedding with white. Don't wear white. Don't wear cream. Don't wear beige. What if that's their signature color? (laughs) Not that day. (laughs) Okay? So stop it. Okay, now, hold on. Now, when you give a rule... You have to get an explanation. Now, why can't I wear white? Because the bride is supposed to be the only one. Oh, stop it. In white. Who that are, is the tradition. What bride out here in 2017 wearing white? Well, if she's not wearing white, <laughs> she's wearing cream. She's wearing beige. So She's wearing ivory, something, something that is close in the to family. white. Something in the white family. Okay. So do not wear anything in the white family. And in case you guys are like, okay, well, what should I wear? All right, pay attention to the dress code. Okay. If they have it listed on the invitation, that's how you need to dress. 
So even if it's a casual wedding, you should show up in a dress or a skirt. Guys, show up in a suit or a shirt and tie. Don't come in there with a polo shirt and some Dockers on. With boat shoes. I saw a wedding with the groomsmen. That's what they wore. Okay, if that <laughs> is what they want to wear as their attire, that's uh, fine. But you as a guest, you should not be showing up looking like you're headed to the beach or you're going fishing. Okay, but what if the bride is like gaudy and ratchet and she come out like in a pink or red wedding dress? But you didn't know what she was planning to wear. <laughs> but what if you wore pink that day? It ain't white. No, that's fine. Uh, as long as it's not white. Oh, But she did wear, she wore pink. But you didn't know she was wearing pink. You assumed she would be um, wearing white, right? Okay, yeah. You didn't know she was going to be tacky and come out. <laughs> exactly. All right. Here's another one, okay? This is a big one, too. Uh, Don't assume that you can bring a date unless it says and a guest on the invitation. Oh, plus but one's a plus one. If you don't have and a guest on your invitation or plus one on your invitation, you should expect to just go alone. That's just the way it is, guys. Sorry. I know it's hard for those of you that are in relationships and you're like, wait, I can't bring my man? No. Especially if you have a new one every few months. People can't keep up. Oh, Okay. Okay, but now on the flip side of that, though, don't get petty. You know some of y'all out there, you can invite him, but his girlfriend, now she can't. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? If you know people are in relationships, be prepared to know they're going to bring they significant others. Don't invite one without inviting the other. So, yes, yes. I'm just saying. that's I've seen that. All right. Here's our next one. Now, I actually messed up on this one, guys, because I had a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction right before a wedding I went to this past weekend. So this was one I messed up on, but don't be like me. Okay? But your boo fell out? No. Oh, I thought that's a... <laughs> I had a slight tear on my oh, dress, and I, I had to stitch it up. I thought that's what a... Uh, World War malfunction was when your breasts fall out and your, your pop out. No? Oh, okay. Stop it. So anyway, <laughs> please plan to be on time and be there at least 20 minutes if possible. Now, me, I was not late. I was there exactly at the time of the wedding. But the problem was they started. They had started the wedding when I got there. This they were white on people. time. No, they were black. <gasps> I'm shocked. <laughs> but no. You're absolutely right. I hate late. So, yes, y'all, be on time. Yes. And if you have to, tell your girl to carry a big purse so she can carry some snacks because you probably will be waiting for 15, 20 minutes and you probably didn't eat because you knew you was going to smash at the reception. So, I get it. All right. And my final tip, please don't get wasted at the reception. Yes, you're supposed to have a great time, but do not be so drunk that you're embarrassing, that you have to be carried out, or if you're the best man or the maid of honor giving the toast, please don't be wasted in using, sl- look, slurring and using profanity. Just don't do it. It's just not a good look. So don't get wasted at the reception. Like I said, have fun, but just don't get wasted to the point that people are like, wow, whose cousin is that? You don't want to be that person. Don't mm. be that person. Um, Rayshawn, have you been that person? I can't get behind that statement. Uh, the thing is, the drinks are free. Do you think I'm about to turn them down? <laughs> well, if you're going to be doing that much drinking, you better bring a decent gift. <laughs> Goes back to that. Uh-huh. Rule number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that was money yeah, with yeah. you. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's speaking of money, we're going to take a quick break. 
But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about how to save money on your wedding. So for those of you that are getting married or you're thinking you're about to get married or you just want to know how to save money for the future, if you decide to get married, we're going to talk about that. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, we are back on Unapologetic, and that was Bruno Mars with Marry You. You know what part loving that song when he said we need something dumb to do? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love that part. I'm like, he ain't never lie. Let's get married. <laughs> All right, guys, so tonight we're talking about weddings. So if you are someone that is getting married or interested in possibly getting married soon and you want to know how you can save a little money, Hey, I'm going to give you those tips right now. Now, the average wedding in America is about $30,000, and that is not a price to kind of, you know, shy at. That's, that's a house. That's, yeah, that's a lot of money. Damn. That's a salary for some people. All right. All right, so I'm going to give you guys some tips on how to save because I've been to enough weddings and been in enough weddings to tell you exactly how to cut costs. And she's cheap. Well, I like <laughs> to say responsible. No. Just financially oh, responsible. I like that. See, I was going to help you. I was going to say frugal. No, I'm not frugal. Financially responsible. I like that term. Yeah, because you would splurge on something. And that's the thing. And I'm going to talk about that. There are but, certain things to splurge on yeah. and then certain things that are not worth it. So yeah, yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about that, too. All right. So here's my first tip. Have your wedding on a Friday or a Sunday. And on average, you can save between 15 to 20%. Now, I know everyone wants to have their wedding on a Saturday. I know that's the tradition. But if you are trying to cut the cost, have it on a Friday or a Sunday. Low-key, I ain't going to lie. Okay. I wanted a Friday night wedding. Because I wanted to make it a party. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Then the next day is Saturday. You know, more than likely, unless you got a retail job, you ain't got to work. Mm-hmm. But then you may want to request that day off, though. I'm just saying. Now, that's the thing. So a lot of people don't want to put people through the inconvenience of having to schedule a day off, which I understand, especially people that are in your wedding party. You know, they're already making so many sacrifices for you. And they're probably paying some money. And you're going to cost them some money to take off that day. So I can understand if you don't want to do Friday. But Sunday... But then you run into that Monday. You do run into that Monday. So then that's why. So is that why so many weddings was popping off on like a day weekend? Exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm like, how's everybody getting married on this Sunday? There it is, because most people didn't have to work on Labor Day. So I wonder why my phone was dried. I couldn't get it. Okay, y'all hoes is that way. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So that's one tip. Next tip is get married during the off season. Now in Michigan, it's a little hard to do that because it's cold for most of the year. So you're kind of stuck between what. April to maybe October ish in you terms of like decent it. weather. Yeah, I'm pushing it a little <laughs> right. bit because right now it's cold. But right. if you can stretch it out as far as possible and maybe do an October or, you know, maybe do an April, you can save a lot of okay, money that on. way too. Back up. So why is it cheaper to do it Friday or Sunday? Because those are the least popular days. Everyone wants to do Saturday. So then with it being the most popular day and, you know, wedding. People, the companies know they this. Mm-hmm. They gonna up the price exactly. And so then you said have it on off season. Same reason. Same reason. No, because most people are trying to have it during the prime the, weather. Right, June, Summer. June, July, August. August yeah. Those are the most popular months for a Michigan weddings specifically. But if you're fortunate enough to live somewhere where they have great weather all year round, you don't run into that issue. Like Florida. <laughs> too soon. Oh, too soon. Uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with all of those that have been affected by definitely. Hurricane Irma. So. Most definitely. Yes, she, yes. she a bad bitch, boy. 
I don't know what Harvey and Irma had going on, but we'd be praying for the safety of those down there. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so our next tip is have your ceremony and reception at the same place. So you're going to save money by doing that because you don't have transportation to worry about in terms of getting your party to each venue. Yeah, but, like, what if you wanted to make, like, that, you know, dramatic exit, you know what I'm saying, from the ceremony, you know, like the horse and kids and a limo or something like that, like, you drive off. Okay, and that's going to cost you money, too. We're talking about saving. But you did say we can splurge. That's not one to splurge on. Oh, man, come on. I sorry. Mm, no one's gonna that? remember that car that you so, got. So, okay. yes, they will. No, not really. No, because everybody I'm gonna can be tell taking you what pictures. People talk about most. Okay. Food <laughs> and the DJ. Uh, yeah, Those are the two things baby. that people remember yeah. the most at weddings. The food and the music. How the crowd food moved. And the music. I ain't gonna lie. I went to a wedding last year. The food was pretty decent. But the DJ was whack, and that's all I keep saying. Everybody say, well, how was that wedding? I'm like, oh, the food was good, but the DJ was whack. That is what mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so splurge on that DJ and that food. <laughs> all right, next, have your reception at a restaurant. So I know you guys are probably like, at a restaurant? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why. Because you're going to save a lot more money having it at a restaurant because you're not paying for the venue in itself. All you have to cover is food and drinks. You don't have to worry about all of the decor, all of that, because if it's at a nice restaurant, it's going to be already elegantly, you know, done in terms of the settings. Because at typical venues, you're paying for everything from the napkins to the forks. Yes, guys, they include all of that in that nice little bundle that they send you, okay? So, a restaurant, if you guys could do it, that's a way to save some money. I heard Kirby's Coney Island. No, they host events. They you know, do for our Michigan listeners. Yeah, yes. I know Kirby's calling y'all right there on Telegraph. They do. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. nice. You see restaurants. Hey, White Castle does it too. Hey, come on now. That uh, was that sack of uh, tea. I go far. Everybody get a burger. Come on now. Chicken rings. What we got? <laughs> All right. Our next tip. Speaking of food, fake your wedding cake. You're probably like, bake my wedding cake. Yes. So this is a new trend that people have been doing in recent years. You actually get a decorated cake that is actually made of fake cardboard. And you have basic sheet cakes in the back to serve your guests. So you just want to cut that top tier so you guys can have your pictures and feed each other the cake. But you take that cake back into the kitchen and you have the servers bring out pre-cut slices of cake from a sheet cake. Save you a ton of money right there. Oh, damn. You know what? That is, like, brilliant. But hold on now. See, I'm a fat ass. I would know the difference between some authentic <laughs> wedding cake and some old cheap-ass Costco <laughs> sheet cake. Nah. So you may run into those type of people with them pallets that can tell the difference. But, like, yep, this ain't no. I bet you the rest of that cake is co-. But that ain't a bad idea, though. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that because them wedding cakes, boy. They can run you into the thousands. Dog, I'm trying to tell you. Delicious. Yeah. But you going to awesome. pay for that deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, love. All right, so here's another tip that I already know that both Kate and Rayshawn are going to be like, oh, no. Don't do an open bar. I know, I know. But for yeah. those that are trying to save uh, so money. So basically ain't nobody going to Stacy's wedding. Okay, no. <laughs> I, listen. 
Now, that would be one of my splurges. I would have an open bar, but that's just me. Because, Or if I didn't do an open bar, I would do this, and this is my tip for you guys. I would at least have a signature cocktail and serve beer and wine. So you have alcohol options. You're just not getting all of the cocktails and spirits that you normally would order. But you do have alcohol options. You have a signature cocktail, and then you have beer and wine. You can still get wasted. Like I said, that wedding where it was open bar, and then you go back, and then they say, oh, that would be about $8. I'm like, oh, where'd that stuff? And that's what I was going to say. I do not recommend doing cash bars. That's just me personally. I just feel like if people are coming and they're spending that much money, don't make them pay for their drinks. Okay, what were you about to say? I mean, that's I'm pretty spot on with that. But if you're trying to save money, that's the way to go. And it depends on your family and everything, too. Like my family, there's no way you could not have an open full bar. But there's a lot of families who don't even drink. Mm -hmm. So offering any form of alcohol would just be a courtesy to guest. Uh, uh, Alcohol is a courtesy? And you want me to give you $50 for... You better give me something to make that $50 go a little looser. <laughs> alcohol will definitely help well, with that. Well, I'm saying you can still serve alcohol. Oh, you said signature cocktail. Yeah, do a signature cocktail or serve beer and wine. Now, you and I both went to a wedding where all they served was wine, and everybody seemed to be happy. Did we have much of a choice? But I ain't going to lie. I saw a few brown paper bags up in the... I'm just well, saying. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Okay, you, exactly. I, I'm just... Okay, now is this tacky? What about a BYOB um, reception? I don't think it's... Is this also going to be at the Coney Island that you would like to do your reception at? Because <laughs> I'm I, starting I, to see the theme. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> just, I, you I, couldn't I don't, I don't think it's appropriate. To BYOB at the reception? Yeah. I mean, maybe if it's at a barbecue. I don't know. <laughs> You know, or that church basement I was talking about. No, do not bring alcohol to a church. All right, guys. So here's another tip that you guys should definitely take advantage of because I feel like people don't do this enough. Utilize your family and friends for their talents and their skills. So if you have crafty friends, have them help you with some of those arrangements, right? Some of those centerpieces, have them help you with that. If you have a great friend that's great at planning, hey, she is the wedding planner slash coordinator. If you got some little cousins that's trying to get their little sang group together, you now get them up there. Exactly. You got a little exactly. sang the bride on down the altar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those are ways where you can save some money. If you have a cousin that is a DJ, hey, ask them. Big Mama, she said she a cook. <laughs> so oh go let me Baba cook for the way. Hey, if that's an option, hey, go for it. You can bring in your own food, go for it. If you know hey, she can cook, if you know Big Mama it. can throw down every Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know you nice and satisfied. Don't let Big Mama do them gray. Exactly, exactly. And for my final tip on how to save money, skip the save the dates. The invitation is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I always thought that. No, I, I always, I, cause I ain't never gonna lie. The first time I gotta say the date, I thought that was actually the invitation. And then I got the invitation. I'm like, okay, now what the hell was this? And then I think it was you that was like, oh, that's the say the date. And I'm like, what the hell do I, why I got two? Like, okay, you, first off, it is, I'm gonna tell you why it's overkill and why it's extra. You already told me you were getting married. Because <laughs> I asked you, and you said, oh, yeah, we get married on such and such date. So that was the same date right there when you told me. Mm-hmm. 
And then you sent me to say the date. Okay, you already told me this. Then you sent me the invitation. And guess what? That has, you guessed it, the date on it. So that's three times. Mm-hmm. And then with the world of Facebook now, because you know y'all love talking. Countdown, 10 yeah, days until. Exactly. Nine that's your the date right there. That's your yeah, So I, because I've seen some nice say the dates. Oh, yeah. Some of the save the dates actually look better than some of the invitations. Yeah. They had pictures and, and they all cost that. just as much, if not more. And that's what I'm about to say. And that's like one of them courses that you don't necessarily have to have, people. Exactly. But now we I, are going to talk about where to splurge. No, because there we, are specific areas where you do want to splurge. But we're going to talk about that after we take a break. And we're also going to talk about if you should invite your ex to the wedding, too. All right. <laughs> we'll talk about that, too. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, we are back on Unapologetic. And that was Prince with I Would Die For You. Just had to sneak that Prince in yes, that day. one of my favorites. What did you call her? What, uh, what was that word you used? Tremendous. Tremendous. We still don't know what the hell she meant by that boy, but she said he was tremendous. He was. <laughs> hey, I want somebody to call me that one day. Absolutely. Tremendous. Tremendous. All right, guys. So in case you're just joining us, which I would hate if that's the case, but just go back and replay it because you can do that with a podcast. We're talking about weddings and we were just talking about how to save. And earlier we were talking about the do's and the don'ts in terms of etiquette if you are a wedding guest. So I know we're talking about how to save, but there are certain things that you should splurge on. So I'm going to tell you the things that you should splurge on. Food. Feed the people. Yes, it's definitely one. The second we talked about is the entertainment because people will definitely remember if your wedding was boring. Got to move the party, baby. And this is the third one. Your photographer and videographer. Don't go cheap on that because those are your memories. Okay? So if you know that you're going to want to look back on those photos, you're going to use those photos in the future, you want to show your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren those photos, or that video, do not pick Pookie and Roro, who just graduated from video school, to (laughs) film your wedding. Because it may not be up to your standards. Okay, but did you just say use your people if they're talented and skilled? If they are talented and have the skill. If he just graduated and you know that he's taking pictures on the iPhone, (laughs) he's not that great or you haven't seen his work yet and you're just going to go ahead and give him a shot because it's your cousin and you love him and you want to save the money, don't do it. Unless you have seen the work and you know they are good, don't do it. You definitely want to spend on the photographer. That is worth it. So the photography. Yes, photography. videography. Yes. Now I'm going to tell you where not to splurge on your wedding dress. I know you ladies are probably going, what? You're only going to wear it one time? Do you really need a five or $10,000 wedding dress? Yep. No. Because I want don't. her to come down in the best. Now, she come down here in no JCPenney gown that you didn't bought off the rack. If that JCPenney gown off the rack looks like a million bucks on her, you're not going to know that she only paid $100 for that dress? Yes, I would. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. It's all about how it's tailored and how it fits on your body. I'm just saying it's a dress that you're only planning to wear one time. So unless you're going to pass that dress on for generations to come, it's not going to be worth the money because most of the time you don't pass on that dress because your bride, well, daughter, whoever, usually doesn't want it because it's dated. 
Yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, they want their own little style. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I guess, can, can't you rent them? Yes, you can rent dresses. You can also buy them off the rack where you can save some money instead of ordering it. You can buy it off the rack. If you're sample size, hey, that's even better because you can buy it straight off the rack in that sample size and you can save easily like a few hundred bucks doing that. Sample size is like ones and twos. Yeah. Who out here that anymore? Well, twos and fours. Uh, who out that anymore? Also, there's a few. Also, <laughs> very few. buy online. That's another way to save. Buy online. The dress? Get, mm-hmm, buy it online and get your dress tailored by a really great seamstress. Now, what about destination weddings? Yes. Yeah, so, destination weddings are another way to save. However, comma, keep in mind that you may end up paying the bulk of the cost of the destination wedding because your guests more than likely won't bring a gift because they've spent <laughs> a lot of money to come to the wedding in itself. <laughs> so just be prepared to drop whatever money. And it's always a courtesy to treat your guests to like a dinner of some sort aside from the reception. So you might come out spending, you know, quite a bit of money on a destination wedding as well. Now, it will be less because you're not paying for as many guests because everybody can't come, right? Mm-hmm. But just know that's not always the cheaper route like people think sometimes. But now I do want to say, because you just said, you know, be prepared to drop whatever amount. I think you should be prepared to do that anyway. Absolutely. I agree. You know, traditionally, the bride's parents pay for the reception. They pay for most of the wedding details. And then the groomsmen's parents pay for, like, the rehearsal dinner and sometimes the honeymoon. The groomsmen's mm-hmm. parents. Oh, the groom the parents. The groom. I'm sorry. Oh, groom. The, the groom's parents. You asked me to be here. I'm sorry. The groom's <laughs> parents. Um, but... Uh. Those traditions are kind of dying, and so nowadays most couples are paying for their own wedding. Which they should. Yeah. I think so, but then, you know, if you're lucky enough that you got a privileged dad or mom, you know, parents that can do it, they go for it. But now, uh, other, don't. Don't invite your ex to the wedding. Some of y'all know y'all cool with your exes. Just don't do it. Yeah, I have don't. to agree with you there, Rachel. Don't, don't I, do I just it. don't think it's it appropriate because someone's going to say something. It, it, we, There's we, always that one friend or aunt that's going to have go. some less to drink and there say, you your date. And then we're going to have a different world situation and, you know, Dwayne going to come storming down. Just don't invite you. I know you want to be petty. You want them to see that you moved on and you done better. Or y'all may be cool and they may be happy for you. Just don't do it. Don't. And I of respect for whoever you're marrying I just don't think it's appropriate yeah, but some of y'all would try it. and then I know the whole baby mama baby daddy says, that you just gonna have to I don't that's just gonna come I case by not, case I would but, not personally invite you know the mother of my child if I want the children there of course but you don't have to be there so I'm, I, 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 that, that gets sticky just I know this is 2017 and you know rules have changed but I still am a traditional dude yeah, if yeah, if you have a baby mama, baby daddy, don't don't invite them. You know, of course, have your child there if you know you want your child there. But however, again, if the person you're marrying, you gotta have a conversation, and they're okay I with, I just would it, do it. Period. I'm they don't just... need to be there. Hi, <laughs> right. she said they don't need to be Sorry. there. Sorry, no, you don't need to be there. Sorry. All oh, right, then my daughter can't be the flower girl. <laughs> okay, well, you keep your bitter butt at home. All right, guys. So. 
We're going to wrap up our episode tonight. But thank you all for listening. This was very informative. Yes, I hope you guys got a lot of information and learned a lot from those tips. And, you know, I'd like to celebrate love, but also do it responsibly. Mm -hmm. Drink responsibly, live responsibly. Live responsibly. Please. All right, guys. Until next time, we're out. Peace out.